0: This is a podcast from Rover. The Edge Breakfast with Nix and Meg and Eli. We're talking Maths Australia. The finale's next Monday, um, the 11th, and it's on 3 and 3 now if you need to do a bit of catch-up. But uh, you guys have been all about it, eh? Especially you, Steph, from the newsroom this morning.
1: Holy, what a season of Maths Australia. It's hectic, and it's not even between the couples and whether they're going to make it or not. It's really between two women on the show who hate each other. We're talking about Olivia versus Dominica. Mm. It all started um, because there was this one kind of girls night. They're all kind of out on uh, having a dinner together. And then Olivia kind of made fun of Dom's voice a little bit. And then there was a certain smashing of the glass situation. I'm sick of your voice yelling all the time. I'm bored of your voice. I'm bored. You're bored of my voice. I'm bored of your voice is yelling all the time. I'm losing my mind. It's all I hear all the time. It's you yelling. That's my voice. It's not okay. So, my voice isn't okay? Apparently not. Is she serious? I think, like, for me, no, I, no, I. No, 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 no. Like, my voice nice. is. <laughs>
2: Wow, yeah, that's well. hectic. So that's where
1: the the tables turned, right? Because up until this point, Olivia, who was actually the one yelling, um, she was an angel. We up thought until she then. was so sweet. At the wedding, we right. were like, "This is the couple that's yeah. going to make oh, it." The lovey-dovey lovey couple, love. Okay, but then we're like, "Oh my god, no!" She's the villain, and that's when all of her edits and all of kind of the storyline was revolved around Olivia being the villain. She was the evil one, and then she. Crazily, um, like, why did she do this in the first place? But she found pictures of Dominica, the person she was yelling at just then, uh, found her OnlyFans photos and decided to spread them around the group and this was when she was confronted. Why would you send this information out and not think that that's not malice or gossip or anything? Keep going. That's a question. That's That was a question, yeah. Keep going. I'm, just, I'm not going to respond. I'm just going to let you yell yourself out. So this attitude That Olivia has Has been consistent Throughout the entire Last half of the season Ever since we've known She's like this Mm. There's no remorse There's no She brags about How she's not empathetic In any way She doesn't think What she did was wrong And she's not sorry She's never said sorry And
2: she's had so many opportunities They're always
1: like Do you want to say sorry And she's like No I don't Mm. want to
2: Now since then I think she has started To maybe possibly Regret a few things Mm -hmm. She has uh, released A few um, interviews saying that she was blindsided by producers and claims she was coerced into saying she has no empathy amid the photo scandal. Uh, we do have Ayla on 0800 The Edge. Now Ayla you see that producers can change storylines or no? Uh, yeah, well I I kind of think that they can, they add the dramatic music mm-hmm. and the the zoom in shot, and maybe some of the eye rolls aren't necessarily at the time right. that they're shown mm, mm. to just give dramatic effects, but I think also people say what they say mm. and she said some pretty horrific things yep. and
0: really mean girly Stop. It's that dramatic music for me. Hey, it really gasses it, it up. It hypes it up so much.
2: And also, if you ever watch Love is Blind on Netflix, Shake has also said the producers um, cut him to look like a bad person when I'm, really... I'm sure he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. No, but even as
0: far back as when you think about The Bachelor, remember mm-hmm. when like Naz was getting attacked yeah, that's a true. lot? Yeah, and she yeah. was like, They made me look like that.
2: So we have um, our friend Sophie. She actually used to produce uh, the JJ, Mike and Dom show way, way, way back when. Uh, Then she went and worked overseas for a bunch of uh, shows and reality shows. And she's now taken a totally different path. We're very proud of her. She started a platform called The Curve. It's about educating women about financing and investing. You can check out their Instagram, the underscore curve NZ. They've got a really great podcast as well. But I do know, and I'm not going to say what the program was, But she was a producer for one of the biggest, most original reality shows in the world. And I would say with very high confidence that every single person has either watched or heard about the show before. So it was a big show, and she was a producer on it. Good morning, Sophie. Hi, Sophie. Hey, Sophie. Hi, guys. Hi. How are you? Good. Oh, we <laughs> want to oh, get guys. into this, Sophie, because this is what everybody uh, is talking about. Um, with I know that you're like deep into finance chat at the moment, so you haven't been watching Married at First Sight Australia, but I do know you know it's these quite stories. Quite funny
0: because like normally, normally I'm like finger on the pulse, like watching the stuff, like <laughs> yeah. white in it, as you can imagine. And now. I'm just like, wait, what, thing? Someone showed a new photo?
2: Yeah, <laughs> so you don't really need to know much about, I guess, what has happened in Married at First Sight, but we do want to know is this possible at all? Could Olivia have been a really nice person and then the producers were like nah, we want to make her the villain this season? Look, I mean when it comes to reality TV, I mean, you
0: can imagine the like hundreds and thousands of people that apply for shows like this, right? Like it's people want to be on TV and, you know, a producer's role is to make sure that there's storylines around each and every person that's featured. So like, When this girl applied, they would have been like, "Oh, she's got an OnlyFans. Perfect. Oh, she's got a crazy ex-boyfriend that might show up on set. Perfect." You know, like Mm. it's—it's just the nature of making sure that there's stories and actual entertaining content. So, but but what I will say is that you can't totally make someone look like an absolute idiot if there's not an element of truth to it, like. In saying that, editing is mm. a wonderful thing. It can make things sound and look completely different to how they went down. Um, but yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, like when I, for I've met a lot of the contestants from Maths before. Like mm-hmm. I've never specifically worked on that show, um, but I've met them before, um, like off camera. I don't know if you remember, like Naz from yeah, a couple yeah. of years yeah, ago. Just that one. you remember yeah, him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so it was actually an Australian one. It was a NAS. Mm-hmm. it was a oh, guy, I'm okay. not sure. It's... Yeah. But anyway, like, when I met him, I was like, oh my goodness, you are exactly like what they've shown you on television. <laughs> like, I was kind wow. of shocked, because I sort of just, I remember thinking...
2: Surely There's
0: not. Just no way. Like sure. Yeah, I remember watching it, just being like, "That's just a producer's dream." And then I met him in real life, and I was like, whoa.
2: <laughs> so can um, do, so do producers uh, really? Yes or no? Cut lines together to make it sound like you're saying something you didn't say. Yes or no?
0: Oh, like yeah. I mean, I don't work in the editing, so producing and editing are quite separate. So you mm-hmm.
2: you basically mm.
0: produce a story. So like for mass, you would be assigned a couple. So you would, that would be who you would produce for the whole show, if that makes sense. So okay. like it's your role to make sure that that particular storyline is a banger, right? Mm-hmm. So you're constantly working and quite, um, you know, you're working obviously closely with them, but also you've pre-produced a lot of stuff wow. um, just with ideas. Well, as it, when I say pre-produced, I, what I guess I mean by that is like you're aware of dynamics, you know? You know about these people's lives, you know about the way they react you know how these two are going to be together in a couple, like, yes, there's manipulation like any entertainment, mm. but you can't make somebody do something in front of the cameras unless they do it
2: themselves, yeah. you know? Like, it's, yeah.
0: it's not like they're slipping people blocks of
2: chocolate. So, yeah, there like, are no oh. bribes. There's no bribes.
0: Well, I've I've never worked on shows <laughs> where it's like that. Like, one that show you were speaking about when you did the introduction, mm. um, like, it was an American reality show yeah. that I was working on. And, um, they didn't. One of the main things with that show is for them to feel really deserted. So, like, they're literally in the <gasps> middle of nowhere. And I remember um, we were getting contestants from, like, a challenge onto a boat. Yeah. And in the very, very, very far distance, you could see, like, a resort. <laughs> and we had to all hold up, like, sheets, of, like, literally giant sheets, so that they couldn't even see a glimpse of a house, you know, so that they they really wow. feel... So that might change your mindset. So like yeah. You, mm yeah and like I just think it's more just remembering like yes, there's of course manipulation when it comes to storyline, but it's not it's more to make them feel really in it, so like in maths, they forget there's cameras everywhere, you're so immersed in the experience it's quite- it's quite bizarre, really, how like out
2: of reality it feels, mm.
0: yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sophie, for being on the show with us. That's awesome.
2: Sophie is a classically good producer where she said yes and no at the same time. Exactly. Didn't she? Gosh, she's good. She is very good at her job. It's The Edge Breakfast.